0: Welcome back my dudes you're listening to the monthly Lebowski podcast or as it is officially titled yeah well that's just like your opinion man a monthly big Lebowski watch and talk show you know last month was the record breaker we got 115 views worldwide 115 ears worldwide so thanks for that, guys. I hope you've come back for more. Episode 6, we're going to be talking about characters. We're going to be talking about dogs. We're going to be throwing some weird theories against the wall, seeing what sticks. Stop broaching this one. I would like to come back again, reconsider on the next watch. Matt Hensman with me is a lifelong friend and professional bass-playing man who knows all about music. You can hear him on the monthly Motorhead podcast, On Top Bats and Kings. And he knows a thing or two about film. He doesn't know much about The Big Lebowski, though, because he hasn't watched it in years. So he re-watches it for the first time in a long time and comes up with some good ideas. Most interesting one I found was a theory that maybe Maud set this whole thing up Mm, think about that you know if you want to throw your own theories in just leave them underneath where this is hosted, them hosted, them this is hosted on topbattercanes.com email topbattercanes uh, shout it from your window in America <laughs> I don't think that'll work leave it on the reddit thread on the the bowski page you know or just send the vibes out into the universe whatever I'll, I'll pick up on them somehow but the important thing is that you keep listening you tell people about it and maybe you go check out some of the other stuff on the website topbattercanes.com but anyway let's get on with this episode People and dogs. Yeah, about that? You know, you you enjoy the movie on the level of like, oh, that's just a fun movie, then, and then I abide that. That's cool as well. You know, that's what makes it so great. It's you don't have to read all the books and listen to all the theories. You can just watch it as a movie and go like, oh, that was a fun movie about bowling. But before we get into that, we need to know who you are, because it's it's not just a, a Big Lebowski podcast, it's a life podcast. It's a life podcast. Yeah, so nice. you are, who are you? What do you mean? Who, who are you? Explain. Explain yourself. <laughs> just, justify yourself.
1: Is this like some like quiz or something, or
0: is this like, like literally just introduce yourself? Just introduce yourself matt matt this is matt hensman everybody whose voice you may recognize from the very popular in parts of scandinavia and russia motorhead monthly podcast that's
1: that's an odd place for it to be. It, you <laughs> should
0: see the places where this one pops up man it's just weird parts of the world i I see the flags on the uh the statistics and i'm like what the hell country I is i reckon
1: that? it's people like rooting themselves through other
0: places to listen to it. <laughs> If it's a hit, it's a hit. I'm taking it. So, Matt, when did I meet you? How old were we? 18, 19, maybe. First year uni. First year uni. Because you only came to Liverpool for uni. Yeah,
1: because yeah. you
0: knew a guy I used to live with. Yes, and I didn't well, know him that, that we well. Met. He was just <laughs> part of the, the inner circle. of Of the thing. Of, he was part of the inner circle I was part of. and I think the first time I met you was in your halls up in... A, it could the have marsh.
1: been, yeah, around the park, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember having too many people in those <laughs> tiny rooms. <laughs> yeah, tiny, so. yeah. And, like,
0: sleeping on, like, a floor that was just stone, you know, really yes. uncomfortable. They <laughs> Really uncomfortable.
1: Those were not good halls.
0: No, man, they were not. But that somehow trailed off into me joining a band with you, didn't it? Because we heard you do karaoke <laughs> in uh, yeah. some Chinese basement <laughs>
1: restaurants. Road crew. <sighs> I st I I still think that name was a placeholder. It was a that was a very long time, wasn't <laughs> it? Yes. <laughs> no one ever did any roadie work as such for
0: anyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you know the reason I ask these questions is because like I like watching this movie with people I know so you can have like good conversation over it. and it's so weird when you think back to like Knew you through someone else who I didn't know at all. Now you don't know much really, and then we were in a band together, yeah. and now we're just still hanging out, even though there's no band about.
1: Yeah, there's not. There's not anymore.
0: It's crazy. i not even, isn't it? even. Because I, I said everyone in that band, like even though when it broke up, we were still just good mates. Yeah, that was the thing
1: about it, it was it was just like yeah, that's that's called a day. <laughs> it and yeah, it like, we're not gonna it's let like... this tear us apart. Yeah, guys. <laughs> it is a good place to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And it leads us to doing things like podcasts. So, when was the last time you saw The Big Lebowski? Today. Well, you've seen it before <laughs> this, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: we, a few years back. For, uh, f- probably the year after I met you, so that would be oh, wow.
0: 2006. Did Jay show it to you? Yes. Yeah, so Jay would have probably seen it in a film it's class the, as well, yeah, yeah. This film class. Yeah, that, that, and Which that's I Jay would right never in, I feel like it was part of the long? How, how, yeah. <laughs> you've become part of that clique
1: haven't you especially seeing as like the tutor used to go to one of the pubs we used to go to yeah.
0: <laughs> and he looks like the dude oh big Steve yeah yes. no he wasn't film he was media oh. yeah, yeah he's got oh, yeah, a bit the, of a yeah, the thing big thing He's <laughs> between,
1: between the film and media course. yeah um, So, yeah, apologies I wasn't actually there <laughs> so
0: uh, you were saying you don't really have any film theories about this film like with other Coen
1: Brothers films, I know there's elements in there. Like the one I probably know most about is Brother Where Art Thou, which is like it's obvious. Well, it's The Odyssey. Yeah, it's The Odyssey. There's like loads of references to it, and it, you know, it's like any Coen Brothers movie with that's based on something. That it picks and chooses like it's not yeah. a straight retelling The Odyssey. It picks like bits and pieces and jumbles them about and stuff. But in like with a lot of their films, it seems to be there is a central story, but it seems to be quite rambling and and windy. Like they don't just follow the path like A to B to Z to finish. It it wanders around and snakes in and out
0: of plot points. It's like they write on a whiteboard what the the thing's going to be about. Like they just wrote like Fargo was just like you know uh, noir but set somewhere where it's white. Yeah. And then the rest of it was just icing on the cake. You know, yeah. it's just like we'll come up with the story, we'll come up with characters around that. So like for this, they were like, let's make a movie about bowling, or did they say, let's make a movie about biting, about, you know, how to be cool, about how to to live a good, sensible, Buddhist lifestyle? I really doubt they did. Many people say they did, but I doubt they did. Some people also theorize that it's Alice in Wonderland. I've... I'm
1: always by the thing that it's film noir. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely it's, a noir thing. Cause yeah. There's no
0: other reason for him to be doing the detective part of it. Because yeah, he like, could have made that movie with him just going around town looking for a rug. But he acts like a detective. Yeah, he talks it seems like a detective as it goes on as well. Yeah, especially like towards the end when... The, the other detective calls him up Seamus because he thinks he is a detective. Oh, yeah. There you go. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so later on when... It the, the penny drops mm-hmm. and he's going through it all in his head. That's very like, and mm-hmm. then this happened, and then this happens.
0: Goes, or is it just the first bowling genre movie? No, no. Okay, fair enough. So, kingpin, <laughs> kingpin. Um, there's another one. The, but it's more of like a working class uh heist movie that a lot of the plot unfolds in a bowling alley. I will get to that next month. I'll tell you what that is. So. You just enjoy this movie on the merits of it's just a movie. Yeah, I mean, there's there's probably subtext and everything to
1: it, but it, I find it really hard to see it, like a running theme like all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard bits of like this is supposed to be this and this is supposed to be this, but in terms of like a cohesive thing that lasts from like beginning to end, let's say there's elements and I think it dips in and out, and you can see the the noir elements sort of all the way through. But in terms of like some of the theories, like Is it Sam Elliott being the voice of America? Well,
0: my my take for this time round is I do often question what Sam Elliott's purpose is, and we have discussed numerous times before how um Donnie represents the American masses, uh uh Walter represents the he represents the government that's speaking to the American masses, saying, like, you know, you should be angry about this, you should be afraid about this you should be on my side about this and donnie's just like what are you talking about what are we doing here whereas sam elliott is just a character in it that's there to voice the good old boy american attitude there's the like red white and blue flag rock and eagle it's like we're we're all americans and it's all okay
1: see that's that's i can see those elements there but as in it the more linking together and providing something like a bigger picture than mm. all the
0: pieces like that's the bit i can't see it's so hard because there's so much going on there's a lot of stuff like, i watched this with chris howard and he was like there's too much to follow i don't enjoy this and i was like no you're wrong there is a lot going on like and i always say like the jackie treehorn stuff like he could have cut that out yeah he's not yeah, he, like he just i get won't. why it's in it it's almost like a red herring in there, isn't it? yeah and i think they just really want to do that fire scene when it pans down like it does in either the big sleep the maltese or falcon. maltese falcon yeah. it's one of those two and they just wanted a character like that, but like, it could have done without it. It, it would have shaved a few minutes off it as well. Yeah, it,
1: it does... It does, like... I get why it's there, mm. to provide, like... It provides, like, the... She, Bunny owes money to him, yeah. so it makes sense that he's kidnapped her.
0: Mm. But it's an idea. It, it makes sense in terms of... I mean, it's good that it's in there, because it leads on to other stuff, like, you know, like, the Malibu police, which of my favourite bit, when he just throws the cup at his yeah. head. That's just <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Watch that all, like... But in terms of noticing stuff this time around, my hand's to come up with a, a, a belter. I mean, Steve Webster was on this last month, and he was all over the place, boom, 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 boom. But he didn't pick up on this. Walter's dog isn't a Pomeranian. It's not. It's not. It's a terrier, it's isn't a it? It's a Yorkshire terrier. It's a little terrier. Why, did, why does he think it's a Pomeranian? If it's got show papers, then it should say on the papers that what category of the show it's in. I watched Best of Show again last week, so I'm, I'm up on my, my, uh, my dog show rhetoric. I don't know why, because he's they're separate. Are they divorced or separated?
1: I separate can't remember.
0: Divorced? I can't remember. Anyway. He says X, so that means divorced, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, he
1: should. you think he should have sort of bad feelings towards
0: her, but it's but like he, he respects her. Because he hangs on to the past, exactly much like yeah. America does. So, so it's, it's nostalgia. It's hmm. looking back. It's like the coffee shop. It's like the root beer floats and, you know, black and white TV and uh, that TV show.
1: Oh, the, yeah, because the guy's what in the Iron Lung, isn't he? What was it oh, called? What was it called?
0: Oh, I keep thinking Bonanza, but it's not Bonanza. It's not Bonanza. <laughs> oh, shit, that's embarrassing. Um, oh. Google it and then cut this bit off. Oh, God, what, what would I Google? Doesn't matter. He wrote 106
1: episodes or 156 episodes of Branded. Branded. Which is the bulk of the oh, There you go, that's what I
0: of saying. Yeah, so like, it's like, Branded and stuff was all like the things at the time where it was like let's recapture that americana much like the spirit of the west character of like poachers pro impo- imposing on their land every episode or you know the bad guys rolling into town or the the sheep running away it was about like the outsiders coming in and them keeping things nice and and white you know that's the kind of thing walter is about so like you know that's why he he goes to supposedly goes or even if he does go to war we've only got his word on if we've only got his word on this so yeah <laughs> i think my point <laughs>
1: Shabbos as well. You shouldn't work on.
0: So with Shabbos, yeah, you you're not supposed to work, turn on electricity, use a car, pick up the phone. So if he was in the army, maybe he met Cynthia when he got out of the army. Surely he's always on. I'm I'm sure you get like a you know a a buy for when you're at war. See, something. I reckon this might be something to do again with his ex-wife. There's there's stuff going on there. Where, I mean, like well, when he pulls up in his van, there it says on the side of the van, "Sobak Security." It's like. What does he do? What's his job? It's never explained what he does day to No, yesterday. it doesn't, does it? He doesn't it? wear a uniform oh, yeah. or even. No. He just struts around and shouts at people but yeah, in- interesting stuff and he's got some weird obsession with his ex-wife that the dude even points to Something's he's not letting go and he hates Donnie. How do you feel about his hatred towards Donnie? I don't It's I don't get It's really unfounded. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And it's just mean <laughs> and it hurts my feelings on behalf of it's, poor Donnie.
1: It's definitely ju- like just a dislike of him because there's the line where Donny says, the league fixtures are up. Mm-hmm. And nice. Walter instantly goes to shut the fuck up, Donny. And it's like, oh, right, where, where is
0: it? Oh, poor guy, man. We, uh, My mind got warped last time watching this with Steve Webster, who uh, is a uh, professional DOP, knows a lot about film and stuff. But uh, what he pointed out, apart from colour theory, which was dead interesting, you never see the dude bowl. You never? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Even uh, Walter's just sitting there talking. Uh Donny's the only one who bowls. The nearest the nearest
1: it shows is where he's showing more than the dream sequence.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the nearest it comes to. That is quite interesting because it always it never shows him letting go of the ball, I don't think.
0: No, because he go he becomes the ball, doesn't he? Yeah. You know what, I yeah. what does that mean? You know, there's yeah. there's there's all sorts of theories about like the zen of bowling, about how it's knocking things down that are only going to come back up again. And the, as I'm sure you know, the whole central thesis of Buddhism is that things are going to be as they are. You know, you keep you can not keep knocking down these problems, but the problems are going to come back. So you need to abide and live in the middle, the yin and the yang. The yin and the yang being the, you know, the, the peaceful dude and the angry Walter. In the middle is the Donny who's getting his strikes there. But yeah. life
1: is strikes and gutters, even in the middle. Yes. And, like, the whole the whole bowling alley thing, it's all automated. It's very cyclical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all sort of done out for you, and if he's never there, well, if he's never there to throw the ball down the alley, he can never knock the pins exactly. down. And it's
0: like um, Sam Elliott says at the end there, like, we know it's a shame Donnie's dead, but we know there's another Lebowski on the way, you know, maybe it's reincarnation as well.
1: How do we know she conceives?
0: I know she wants to conceive. <laughs> How does he know this? How does he know anything? Is he really there? I mean, dude's the only one who talks oh no, The bartender talks to him, but you never see yeah. the bartender, <laughs> do you? Maybe the, maybe the bartender's like. No, we know the bartender's uh, there. He, he he's hands uh, out the drinks. It's just a nice little... Like, I don't want to analyze that part of it because I like it too much. <laughs> I don't want to destroy it. But yeah, we picked up on some good stuff there. Uh, the fact that the dude never really handles money until the end, he's uh, only got like a few dollars on him. He's got you know? like $4, hasn't he? Because mm. even at the
1: start, he pays for... Is half and half milk with a check. With the half and half milk was a a big central discussion as well. It was, because he's very particular about it. He only uses half and half milk. And everyone seems to have it. Mm. Everywhere Mm, he goes, everyone's got half and half milk.
0: Do you know what? I I have thought this in passing, but never enough to really ponder it. Isn't it odd that everywhere he goes has a white Russian? Like is a clue or something people usually just have in?
1: If you like white Russians,
0: and if you yeah. like white Russians, yeah, but then you'd have to keep milk by your bar as well. I mean, is that, is that likely? How likely is that? Because
1: you can't, it's not the kind of thing you have it in to put in stuff. It's not, it's not like vodka or whiskey or hmm. other spirits like that where you can just put something, you can have it straight or you can put something else in it. That you always seem to need another, an other spirit. And a mixer yeah,
0: as well. Yeah. So that's why it's weird that everyone has it, but I I can't think of that being representational of anything. So. Unless it's
1: very popular in eighty nine. mean, it's still popular now, although there are other brands available.
0: Hmm. What, what would you say was your favorite bit of it? Then there's two. It's,
1: it's just a, a really good collection of like lots of scenes together, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Any, any scene with Walter and like John Goodman
0: steals. John Goodman is a fucking powerhouse of an actor, yes. isn't he? I mean, Steve Buscemi is great, but he's got such a small, like, he's playing the parts so well that you don't notice it, that's what it's there for. Yeah, he John plays Goodman's a... meant to be loud and, like, brash and noticeable. Yeah,
1: he's very <laughs> and meek, in it. he, does. Steve Buscemi? He's, he almost fades into the background. Even, like, his shirts and everything seems to have the colour of, like, yeah, the alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to blend into the only. background very well. Whereas Walter's very, as you say, loud, stands out.
0: <laughs> That's why you bring John Goodman on the team, you know? Yeah. So, oh.
1: very hard. Even like his haircut, it's all short, buzz cut. Like mm-hmm. his beard's very regimented, it's hard lines. Mm-hmm. Whereas Donnie's like flowing hair and everything. Yeah. Sort of yeah. He's got like a in. kind
0: of a hippie ish vibe to him, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> even though the surf dude's surf. like the alpha hippie, which is, again, it's odd why Walter and the dude would be friends. Yeah
1: know. I, I I've heard that mentioned a lot about how, how the hell did these people... Are they literally just know each other because they both need bowling partners. Because it's a very odd mix way. of people you, to put, put other together. All the people
0: you see in the background are all wearing matching stuff. Yeah. Even uh, Liam and Je- the Jesus are wearing purple. They're not the same suits, but they're wearing the same colour. Yeah, they
1: they all seem to go together, but those three are almost thrown together. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they couldn't be on any other teams, almost. Or yeah. they, they didn't know any other people to be <laughs> on a
0: team. So sad. And the only other the, the other thing I noticed for the first time watching this was when they're in Maud's apartment or our complex or whatever, when he's uh, drinking the White Russian, he's next to a picture of Big Scissors. And then he dreams of being chased by Big Scissors at the end because they said they're going to cut off his Johnson. But that's, that's something I, I should have picked up on. The nine or ten times I've watched this, yeah, before. I've,
1: I've noticed that. The, it's there. I <laughs> it's I think it's it's apparent on like second viewing, but it's interesting the way they use like the word Johnson as well because it's obvious that, uh, Maud and... or I'll just call them Autobahn. <laughs> the N- nihilists yeah. are they ever on screen together? See that there's I think there's some link there. There doesn't seem to be,
0: but you think Maud put it into the mind of Hooley to uh, do do this like. To pretend he could get away with it? I don't I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's very odd. Because she says she might have introduced them, like she can't remember. And you know what ago. though? You know what though? That would also explain why that guy's giggling like an idiot all the way through it. If she's just like pretending she doesn't know anything about this, but she's already told him. That's one That's one out there theory for why he... Because I've always hated that character. I, I said it to you when he came. I was like, I hate him. I don't understand why he scouts. I don't understand what he's doing in this scene. And his annoying little laugh. And he speaks French on the phone or something at the end. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Maybe they're just fucking with the dude.
1: I, I think that... I don't know if consciously she and the nihilists are fucking with the (laughs) dudes but there's definitely some link there which which isn't shown there's too there's too many cues of common phrases and as you said i know it's only a dream sequence but the painting of putting those two and two together it's to me it really seems that there's some like other link there
0: he's just like Making subconscious links to them because he knows they're there because his detective mind's working all the time, you know. Yeah, man, that's interesting. Like with that with
1: that character, you're on about it's. Why haven't they used the one of the two who are first there when Maud's first a introduced? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Why not use them for something? What? It's a waste of a good actor. That uh, what's the black dude's name? He's really good. He's like he's in one of the Fargo series, is he? Yeah. I've only seen the first one. I have to look into that. I feel like he is, but yeah, um, there's, there's there's a wide cast of characters that like are never really in more than two scenes. Like you know, uh, the guy pees on his rug in the first place.
1: Yeah, those two. Jackie are in... Treehorn's
0: only in his one little scene. The the Malibu police guy, the uh, the brother Seamus, you see from a distance. I would have liked the limo driver to come back. He seemed like a nice guy.
1: Even Philip Seymour Hoffman's only in maybe three scenes.
0: Yeah, uh, the the intro scene uh, all the way to the bit with Bunny uh, when he comes back in the car with the big Lebowski and at the end when he's picking up on his clothes. It's really weird because it's, it's so many
1: big actors, but they are they really dip in and out of this. Mm-hmm. It's what I was saying earlier. It seems to snake through. It's almost as if, like, obviously, the dude and Walter are continuing almost their stories, mm-hmm. in a way, and it's sort of... The common theme is him sneaking through all these people's lives to bring
0: that, that one cohesive story Yeah, together. man, that's interesting. Like, they're all, they're all leading their own lives. They're all doing their own things. Yeah. It's interesting. They're all like... The fact that the Big Lebowski was stealing money from a charity because he was pretending to be this rich asshole guy and he gave the dude such shit about not working... Yeah. Knowing full well that he was a fucking bum as well. Like I, I would have liked to see some more come up and I would've like you know, if this was Colombo you'd see him in prison by the end, you know what I mean? Like you need to see these stories come to an end.
1: Like the dude's he's never on his own path. He's always doing what people tell him to do.
0: He argues with it occasionally, but he does everything he's told to do. In Buddhism we call the pra- one of the practices um, the the seeking for the path. I'd say it's about you find your line you walk your path you live your life, you live your truth. the dude's trying to live his truth isn't he he's trying to be, like, abide and bowl and drink his things, but like he's getting thrown off his path of the way is what they say by these side missions and these characters fucking yeah. with him.
1: it might be interesting to check up on, but the end line who suggests going bowling
0: it's Walter is it yeah hour. I was Cause...
1: gonna say like I thought. I thought that might have been the only time the dude suggests something. no and because and he do. says he says the, it
0: the exact same way he says it after he he loses the the nightless in yeah. the, the first scene with them in the so only let's go
1: the only times I can think where the dude gets his own way and does what he wants uh when he every time he asks for a drink and when he steals the about uh big Lebowski's rug those are the yeah, only yeah. times I can think. And
0: everything else is just o- up against them, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of, like it's not just like his side quest stuff that's up against him, but it's the, like, it's the people. the people throwing mugs in his face, they're lying to him about what they're writing down on things. They're throwing ferrets in his bath. All he gets is his. I'm coming up with these weird video game analogies now, like you know the uh, the the clue just is like his, his top up. You know, it's his his extra life. You <laughs> know, he's trying to find that fucking. Princess Peach, who is either Bunny or the rug. (laughs) You know what else is interesting I just clocked on to there? Uh, None of the characters get a good ending. Even the central characters. like The lesson is, like, strikes and gutters, like, yeah, well, you know, abide. But, you know, um, Bunny doesn't get away. She doesn't get any money. The Big Lebowski doesn't get any of his money back. He's going to lose it to the Foundation. We don't know if Maud has a kid or not, so we don't know how that story ends.
1: Like, Walter and... The dude have both lost lost their mate and we don't
0: and we're still in the middle of the tourney as well. We don't know if they're gonna win. And like a normal movie would have made this finish with winning the tournaments and they can say, We did it for you, Donnie, but we don't even know if they're gonna win. Yeah. And the dudes apartment's trashed totally and he's lost his car he's lost his car man this is like like weird comparison but ash and the evil dead like the only thing that's with him through all of it through all the movies going through through time and back and through all the series is his car it's
1: the old movie
0: he, he just he's just like he, he there's an episode in the series when it's, they take over his car and it's like oh not you not the classic not the <laughs> like and it's the only thing he hesitates to kill Everyone else, he's just swinging that thing up, but he hesitates to do it the car. And like, the dude loses his car, which is like, very much like, like it's just like an old beat-up thing. This is Americana again, isn't it? Like big, wide cars that if you just keep, keep retaining, his car. they'll stay over, That's yeah. the point. It's his car. I mean, he doesn't have much else going for him. Really. No. He doesn't, much, doesn't own much else. He's got this, this rent that he's paying like, um, you know, behind, and he's got this apartment spin has been trashed, now he's got no car. But maybe it's like a shedding of. Maybe he, like, I hope, I pray that they're going to become stronger for this.
1: That's hope. Because there's not much. At the the end of this, they're a lot worse off. It's almost like that thing. At the the end of the day, it's, you know, if there's one thing to take away, it's that you're one day closer to death. (laughs) And that's.
0: The song at the end there by Townsman Zant is called Dead Flowers. It's about Mm. leaving dead flowers on a grave. Yeah hmm so it's a very bleak ending even though i think it's like the voice of the west is just like so optimistic in spirit that you're kind of like oh, okay if he yeah. says it's okay then it's okay
1: well, it's it's the whole thing about like you know they've just scattered their friend's ashes and let's go bowling
0: like there's fuck it let's go bowling yeah that's life you know fuck it let's get on with it you know yep <laughs> fuck it let's go for a drink is, is what more people would say but they say yes. fuck it, let's go bowling well, that's a bleak uh, end to that match is <laughs> it was nice having you here though we We come up with some good stuff there uh your, your insight is always welcome, and if people wanna hear more of your insights, they can listen to the mot- monthly motorhead podcast.
1: I can't remember where the next one's going up. <laughs> I don't even know what's being released to say which is the next one. Bomber was
0: nice. just up last month, everybody, so oh, next month up. will be Ace <laughs> of Spades. Is. And this is a great album, we'll have a great conversation about. But until then, uh, thanks for abiding, Ma. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we play uh, Dead Flowers at the same